Professor Dumbledore has granted me permission to start this little dueling club. And with that, welcome to the dueling club, learning one spell at a time. Hello, hello, and welcome to the dueling club. I'm Jen. And I'm Al. And we're both tired. It's been yeah. a week. See, the thing is, what's funny is that I've, I've had three days off because, you know. You took three days off. I completely understand. But I don't feel rested even a little bit. It doesn't help that I decided to, my brain, no, I didn't decide. Oh, no, 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 no. Because I was in bed at midnight. Mm-hmm. My body was just like, you want to sleep? Not on my watch. <laughs> so. Oh, I, I, my brain does that every once in a while, too. And I don't know what, why. And it bothers me so very much. And those are the days when I have a whole bunch to do. And my brain's like, no, 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 it's fine. Brain is bastardo. <laughs> anyway. Yes. So what's been going on with you? You took three days off. Mm-hmm. You had a little staycation. Yeah. That's good. And I intended to sleep and like, get caught up in sleep and clean. Mm-hmm. And I did some of the sleep and some of the clean ish. Just just no sleep last night. Just no sleep last night. I mean, why would you need sleep? So I don't feel like this. No, I understand. <coughs> I'm, I'm kidding, obviously. Oh, you're being facetious. I am. That is a three dollar word, by the way. Uh, it's like a dollar fifty. I'll give you two, two dollars. Whatever, dude. <laughs> No, it's a $3 word. I'm just messing with you. Remember we used to say that all the time in the beginning of our podcast? Whenever mm-hmm. we said, yeah, whenever we would say really big words, we'd be like, that's a $5 word. Oh, well, I mean, you know. Yeah. They were $5 words then. Facts are facts. Facts are facts. Um. Yeah. I, I just, Okay. So a little uh, more on what I've been up to. I've been, like, selling random things online just because, like, I have many things. You have the things. Yes, I do. And so I was like, you know what? It's nice to have things, but it's also nice to have money. Beautiful money. (laughs) Because then I can buy burgers. (laughs) He, He actually uses that voice quite a lot. I don't know if he's done it a lot on the podcast, but it's not its not coming out of nowhere, I promise. Yeah, yeah, oh. Yes, I do have random Russian men inside of me. I don't know why. I don't know where it comes from, but you know. He's here. Oh, almost said bad word. Caught it. <laughs> not today. Not today. Um... Can you go back to being you? Cool. Uh, No, yes. I've just been selling stuff on eBay and other market websites. Um, And yeah, that's it, really. I've sold like $800 worth of stuff. Nice. So I'm just waiting for the money to come in. Yeah. Um, Tis the season of moving, apparently. Yes. Yes. Our sister's moving... Um, the boyfriend and I are considering moving. And by considering, I mean, I need to talk to our 
rental or leasing agency for the current apartment we have yeah. on Monday to see what our <clears throat> options are so that we can move forward with what we want to do. Yes. Yeah. So that's interesting. And of course, my brain is like, you need to do that now. I'm like, um, they're not open till Monday, but you need to do it now. How can I do it now if they're not open until Monday? Some and today, for magic. us recording, is Saturday. Yes. Yeah. My brain, not understanding. Brains don't understand. Huh. Weird. But you know what I do understand? What do you understand? That everyone listening should follow and subscribe. <gasps> oh, my oh, God. Oh, you did it. You did it well. Oh, my God. <laughs> And, and we're on Facebook. We have a Facebook group. We're on yes. Instagram. We're also on Twitter, but uh, Twitter's weird to me. Um, we And they can listen to us on any podcasting service. We are hosted on Podbean, but you can listen to us anywhere, like Spotify or iTunes, Google Play, CastBox, whatevs. I forgot to mute, but I did it real quick. Good job. Good job. Oh, my God. Look here. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. So before we get into anything, yes. We just finished season 4. Yes. Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Go yes. us. Woohoo. We did the thing. We did the thing. So we are officially in season 5. Do you think anyone noticed that we did the comparison in one shot and then split it up in two? Maybe our super fan honorary third member Max who hasn't been on noticed. the podcast yet? Max probably noticed. But hey, listen, we needed a break. Yeah, we were we kind of over for it. An hour and some odd straight. Yeah, and we're just like, well, it's episode two. Never mind. <laughs> what ended up happening the next day is that, or later that day, I went home and couldn't talk for a couple of hours because yeah. my my throat hurt. I slept. I wanted to sleep. It didn't happen. Yeah, I, my body was like, "You did too much thing. Go sleep." Okay. Yeah. No, you fell asleep before I even left. True. So True. That's a thing. Oh my god, that's so funny. You, you're just like I was. I remember laying in bed, and you're like, "What should we name this episode?" I was like, "Something, something, and something." I don't know, dude. And, and then I, you were done. Yeah, I passed out. Yeah, and so I named it. Anyway. Yeah. Hmm. But now, but now we are five. entering season five. We are going to be less spoiler free. Yes. We asked you guys uh, in the group, and we got a handful of responses, and we were told to go ahead and do our thing. So this this is my interpretation of what we should do, and I think you probably are going to agree. We're not going to shy away from pertinent information in regards to like a specific section in the book but we're not going to go ahead and go well so and so dies yeah so and so dies or this is a big plot point later because like it's not relevant in the moment yeah but if like someone's actions seem weird and we can give context so it's understandable and that's probably what we're going to do yeah because we don't want you not understanding but we also don't want to ruin things for people exactly so we're going to yeah it's just there are going to be spoilers they're not going to be super duper huge spoilers yeah but we're gonna we're doing the thing yes 
Yeah. And since it's the beginning of the book, we know exactly what episode we're on. Episode one. <laughs> of season five. Yes. Of Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. I think in terms of like naming schemes, this is my favorite named book. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds so cool. Yes. I agree. I mean, the Sorcerer's Stone slash Philosopher's Stone, like, is very powerful as well, because as, like, a young teen, I was, like, super into him. I'm still kind of into anime. But one of my favorite was Fullmetal Alchemist. Yes. And the Philosopher's Stone is, like, a big point in that series. Yes. So it was, like, really neat to having read the books and the Philosopher's Stone is literally brought up. Mm Mm-hmm. In something else I like. So it's cool. I agree. Um, Chamber of Secrets is kind of weird. Well, it makes sense once you read the book. Yes. Yeah. Prisoner of Azkaban. I mean, it's self-explanatory. Yeah. Goblet of Fire is just like, well, get another cup. Don't get the one that's on fire like you're an idiot. <laughs> Why do you have to pick the one that's on fire? Exactly. God. And then Half-Blood Prince. I mean, it's pretty neat too, but it's like, um, it's not as cool as Order of the Phoenix. Damn. Yes. Harry, you have to be a burger and fries? <laughs> oh, Fox. Yes. I thought you said a bad word, but you no, said... No, I didn't. I said... Phoenix name. Yes, I said the Phoenix Smart. name. Yes. Okay, can we stop? I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's happening to you either, so let's... Chapter get... one, Dudley Demented. Yes. Okay. So, hot day. Okay, I'm not going to do that one. So, <laughs> we have to remember where we are in the story, okay? Oh, okay, true. Harry Smart. is Harry is 15 years old. Yes. Cool. Mm-hmm. He just watched him be murdered. He just recently? Yes. About a month four, or so ago? Four weeks ago. Yeah. Watched a classmate of his, someone who could have been his friend, mm-hmm. you know, more than an acquaintance, not exactly friend material yet mm-hmm. get murdered yes he also just saw and was part of the ritual to bring back arguably the most evil wizard ever yes who um, then tried to kill him again yes and he saw the this dude this bad dude's followers who all just happened to be the parents of all of the bad Slytherins Right? Yes. And, I mean, he found out that the person he thought was Moody wasn't actually Moody. And the Minister of Magic doesn't believe that Voldemort is back. (gasps) I said his name. How dare I? Just restrain yourself. At least I didn't call him the dog. (laughs) I'm not evil, so I wouldn't. I'm not evil. Anyway, hot day. And uh, Harry is once again enduring a dreadful summer with Aunt Petunia and Uncle Vernon. I don't know why they're called that specifically in this thing. You should have just said the the Dursleys. Anyway. Well, I think that the the differentiation is made because Dudley is all over the place. Well, right now he's not at home. So it makes sense that, yeah, true. Well, and the reason he's not home is because he's basically 
lied to his parents the entire summer said oh i'm going to so-and-so's house and they go out and mess with the neighborhood kids well it might not be a lie yeah it's kind of a lie because if he's like hey i'm going to have tea at x person's house and he goes to x person's house and instead of having tea they go beat up 10 year olds tea 10 year olds tea start with tea, tea yeah tea. i mean anyway. t-e yeah. they're just off on the last letter yeah <clears throat> and and the reason he's doing it is because Dudley has somehow mm-hmm. in his um in his tenure at the school that he goes to mm-hmm. he's become the boxing champion for his year. Well, he found out that he can use what he has at his disposal to become a boxing champion. Yes. So he's turned his propensity to violence into something... And fat into more violence and muscle. Yes. Which is usually not a good thing. No, but if you want to be a boxing champion, it kind of helps. You know, you might be right. Yeah. So, he's out doing that. So, I think that's why we're saying Aunt Petunia and Uncle Vernon instead mm-hmm. of the Dursleys, because Dudley isn't there. Yeah. Um, so this is kind of not in the correct order. I didn't mm-hmm. flip them because I don't really know how to structure it properly. Yeah. Because right now it mentions that he's angry and frustrated at the little information yeah. he's getting from Ron, Hermione, Sirius about what's been happening in the Wizarding World. So basically what's happening is... The first thing that happens is that he listens in on the... The Muggle News. The Muggle News to see if there's any kind of hints at magical wrongdoing there. And ends up there's nothing. There's, what is it? The Spanish bag handling, handler, what is it? I don't remember off the top of my head. Uh, uh, um, what's the word? Not riot. <laughs> um, protest? Protest could be the the one. Um, and then there's like other random things that don't really matter. Yeah. Uh, record number of stranded holidaymakers fill airports as the Spanish bag handlers strike reaches its second week. Excellent. Anyway, yeah. You are super duper tired today. I really, really am. And then, of course, Uncle Vernon, in all of his wittiness, that's sarcasm. Give him a lifelong siesta, I would. Yeah. God, that man. Anyway. A a lifelong nap would be sleep. Not a nap anymore. True. So he's using the wrong word. He just randomly, casually just goes like, you know what? I'd murder them. Like, listen here. Mr. Did, but did we them. expect any different from Uncle Vernon? No. Okay. I, I didn't think so. So, um, Harry listens in. There's really nothing at all. And then... Um, yeah, there's... he was looking for something like an unexplained disappearance or mm-hmm. some strange accident. But he's like, the, the baggage handler strike doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Um, so, after... The news segment. Um, oh, but the news segment con- continues with a helicopter that almost crashed in a field in Surrey. Um, famous actresses divorced from her famous husband. Which between you is like, oh, we didn't care about your sordid affairs, even though she's like obsessed with it. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. So again, after the whole news segment, and there's nothing really important to Harry, um, like multiple things happen at the same time. There's, like, the cracking that sounds sort of like a car backfiring, but Harry takes it as someone apparating or disapparating. 
Um, well, because he remembers the noise yeah, yeah. from when Dobby Dobby apparated and disapparated in book two. Didn't they make it silent in the movie though? Yes. Okay. They made it silent in the he movie. Snapped his fingers and just yes, faded out of existence. Yes, that's what it was. <clears throat> um, so someone potentially apparating or disapparating on Petunia screaming, Uncle Vernon like cursing. Um, Harry stands up to to find the person who potentially apparated and slams his head into the bottom of the window. Because he's laying under the window in the behind bushes. Behind the bush. Behind the bush. In the flowers. Like, he's just chilling. Because, because like, the, the neighbors are the kind of neighbors who think that, like, scruffiness should be punishable by the law. Of course. So they're like... It shouldn't be? Anywho. <laughs> um, so... But uh, Aunt Petunia screams louder. Uncle Vernon reaches out and basically chokes Harry and tells him to put his wand away. Yeah. And Harry tells him to get off, and then there's a whole, like, electric shock. As if, like, something... Um, Some invisible repelled, force. Yeah. Repelled Uncle Vernon from choking Harry. Okay. Again. <laughs> again. I I'm sorry, we I glossed the emphasis over it. on that, but he's no, just, no, no, like, it's such fine. an abusive. We person. tend to as as a as a fandom in general, we tend to be like, Oh yeah, Harry lived in an abusive home. But the degree of abuse is like it's, it's astonishing. Yes. I was gonna say impressive, but not in a good way. Mm-hmm. Because it's literally just casually written, oh, he gets choked. Nobody just casually gets choked. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if they're 15 years old by their guardian. Like, let's let that sink in. This is not okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. But he has a heated back and forth. Well, before that, mm-hmm. as soon as that happens, they notice that one of their neighbors, that a few of their neighbors are peering out the windows... And, like, Uncle Vernon's like, lovely evening, as he waves at uh, the lady at number seven, Private Drive. Uh, Did you hear that car backfire just now? Gave Petunia and me quite a turn. And then they have the heated back and forth. Anyway. Continue. Yes. An argument ensues with Uncle Vernon, though the need to keep ap- appearances shortens it. So they have a back and forth where he tells Harry to put his wand away. Um, Harry, it, no, obviously not. He still wants to defend himself. Um, which I think he does end up putting it away because, like, again, neighbors. Eventually, yeah. yeah. What is happening at the door? I don't know. And he's like, what the devil do you mean by it, boy? He thinks Harry made the noise. Of course. And he's like, I didn't do that. But again, and when we get to the the next chapter, I wrote it in the summary there. So you'll you guys will hear it again. It makes sense in Vernon logic, mm-hmm. in in Dursley logic, that something that can't explain happened. So it's Harry. Yeah, basically. Um, so then there's the whole like, why were you hiding under the window? And Harry's like, I wasn't hiding. 
I was just trying to listen in on the news. Oh, why are you trying to listen in on the news? Your people, shh, don't talk about them, don't mention them. Yeah. Your lot wouldn't be on there in areas like us, as far as well, you know. She calls him a nasty little liar. Yeah. Wonderful. Uh, yeah. And that's his aunt by blood. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously? This is supposed to be your family? And nasty little liar. Oh, okay, thanks, yeah. cool. And then he explains that he's trying to pick up on the news. And again, it's like, oh, your people wouldn't be on there. And then it's like, oh, well, we know that you get news from the owls. So obviously you're lying. Um, uh. And it's Harry. This is where Harry gets angry and frustrated. And he's like, no, I, I really haven't been getting the news. And he hasn't. He has been corresponding with Ron, Hermione, Sirius. But they have no actual information yeah. to provide besides hinting at... Oh, you're going to see us soon. Oh, we don't really know anything. Oh, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, and Sirius is the only one who's, like, giving sort of advice where it's like, you know, keep your head down, keep yeah. keep yourself out of it, um, keep your nose out of, out of bad business, whatever the heck. So this um, is when I have to read this because mm-hmm. Al and I were talking about it earlier when I was driving over here. Mm-hmm. Um, the owls aren't bringing me news said Harry tonelessly. I don't believe it, said Aunt Petunia at once. No no more do I, said Uncle Vernon forcefully. You know, you're, we know you're up to something funny, said Uncle, um, said Aunt Petunia. We're not stupid, you know, said Uncle Vernon. Well, that's news to me, said Harry. <laughs> His temper rising, and before the Dursleys could call him back, he had wheeled about, crossed the front lawn, stepped over the low garden wall, and was striding off up the street. So this is the... Um, sassy Harry. Sassy Harry, but also, this is where we see Harry actually like develop as a character, because Harry has had much more patience for his family in quote in heavy quotations yeah um he's had much more patience with them but now he has no patience he thinks a couple of sentences for him to go to just blow them off rudely because like he's he's, he's that age 15 year old 15 years old he's a teenager that's that's what he's gonna do yeah he's a surly teenager Mm -hmm. but he's also a surly teenager who just went through some trauma yeah and the people who care about him the most aren't effectively communicating with him and there's a subtle a subtle little um line in the very beginning explaining that he is going through like growth spurts and stuff he is filling out and getting taller and becoming getting closer to being an adult yeah so remember in the magical community 17 is being of age age, yeah. yeah so he's only two years off and he's starting to look the part, you know? Yeah. Like, he's starting to, like, we're not just seeing character growth, um, emotional growth, or mm-hmm. emotional turmoil. We're seeing physical growth that matches that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, back to where we are now in this chapter. Um, Harry ends up angrily leaving. Mm-hmm. And we learn that he has been spending the past couple of weeks while Dudley is out with his friends. Doing all kinds of Mm -hmm. nastiness. Which is, I think he's mentioned beating up kids, smoking on the corners, like the street corners. Yes. Acting like an actual gang, kind of. 
Yes. And throwing rocks at passing cars The little cars version of Surrey Gang. Yeah. Um, Harry has also been exploring Little Wingen because, like, I mean, he lives there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in, in moments where he finds nothing to do, like, he, he has gone off and explored as well, which he, has find his, he found his favorite spots around, and that's where his feet take him to his favorite spots while he's angry and annoyed at his friends and his godfather. Yeah, he's actually going over in his head. Hermione said this, Ron said this, Sirius said this. What does it all mean? Why aren't they telling me anything? I've ha- I've dealt with more than they've dealt with. Why can't I be in on it? Which is a fair it's it's fair. And he actually says that the the one of the letters he got from Sirius was I know this must be frustrating for you. Keep your nose clean and everything That's will be okay. Be careful and don't do anything rash. And he says that's funny considering it's coming from a man who had served 12 years in the wizard prison Azkaban escaped, attempted to commit the murder he had been convicted for in the first place, then went on the run with the stolen hippogriff. Yeah. Who was also a convicted murder or dangerous animal. Yeah. Yeah, but you keep your head down. (laughs) Anyway. Keep your head down. Don't get in trouble. What? Um, yeah. But initially Harry... Initially, Harry's thought was to investigate to see if he could find any clues on what happened earlier. But again, he goes like, oh, maybe I just misread it. Oh, yeah. Oh, and you forgot to mention that Dudley and his friends like to break the swings at the the playground as well. Okay. That's what they want to do. I just read it again. So, you know. I'm throwing it in there. They're just miscreants. Anywho. Um... So, no, you're good. Harry ends up at the playground. Mm-hmm. And um, he, he he sort of is in his own head until he hears people coming in his direction-ish. Passing by him, kind of. And it happens to be Dudley and his friends. Um, to which Harry decides to not engage them or approach them to heed Sirius's advice and keep his head down. But if I'm he not does mistaken, end up following uh, Dudley when yeah. they part ways. If I'm not mistaken, in the movie, he's on the swing. Super confrontational. Yeah, yeah, but they're the ones who approach him. Yes. He's on the swings just chilling. Why, why are they... Because they're a gang of miscreants. And Harry has always been Dudley's favorite target. So I if think, Dudley, I think, who his friends have a new nickname for... I think Dudley crosses a line in the movie in this scene that you're talking about, by the way. But oh, let's absolutely he does. Absolutely. He kind of crosses it here as well, but not as bad, I guess, I would say. But it's still pretty yes. bad. Yes. Anywho, so they part ways after leaving the park. But Harry is like... Harry realizes that before... Um, Uncle Vernon said, like, if you come home after Dudley, you're sleeping in the shed. They just figure that anything after Dudley coming home is too late, so he decides to go back home with Dudley. Yeah. So follows him, and then, you know, um, gets his attention, they start walking together, and... Um, let, me, let me read it. I like this whole interaction, yes. because Harry is literally poking fun at Dudley forever. And it's like, he hears 
Dudley when his well, he hears Dudley and his friends say their goodbyes, and a couple of them call Dudley Big D, mm-hmm. which I think is hilarious. But that's, um, how, that's how Harry gets his attention. Hey, Big D. Yeah, and he's literally poking fun at him the whole time mm. that they're walking. And Dudley, who is now the the boxer, is staying remarkably calm. Well, it's because he's scared of Harry's wand, which he brings up as well. Heck so yeah. it's hey, Big D. Oh, it's you. How long have you been Big D? Then shut it. Cool name, but you'll always be Ickle Diddykins to me. <laughs> I said, shut it. Don't the boys know that's what your mom calls you? Shut, shut your face. face. <laughs> you don't tell her to shut her face. What about Popkin and Dinky Diddy Dums? Can I use them then? So who are you beating up tonight? Another 10-year-old? I know you did Mark Evans two nights ago. He was asking for it. Oh, yeah? He cheeked me. Yeah, did he say you look like a pig that's been taught to walk on its hind legs? Because that's not cheek, Dud. That's true. <laughs> Harry um, needs to stop. Yeah. Because at this point, it's gone from wanting to defend yourself to basically instigating an argument. Mm-hmm. Seeing how far you can go before this person loses control. Mm-hmm. That's not cool. And then Dudley brings up, like, oh, you think you're such a big man for carrying that thing, which is Harry's wand. Um, <clears throat> and then, you know, Dudley's like, you're not allowed to use it on me. I already know. And Harry's like, how do you know they haven't changed the rules? Well, I mean, you know, whatever. And they he's haven't. like, they haven't. Mm-hmm. Though he didn't sound completely convinced. Mm-hmm. You don't have a guts to take going without that thing, have you? And it's like, brother, you weigh like 200 pounds more than Harry does and you're a boxing champion. Can you chill? He says, whereas you need four mates behind you before you can beat up a 10-year-old. You know that boxing title you keep uh, banging on about? How old was your opponent? Seven? Eight? And it's like, he was 16 for your information. And this is where, like me, you know, he's like, oh, he was twice as heavy as you. Just wait till I tell dad you had that thing out. Running to daddy now, are you? And this is where it gets bad. Not this brave at night, are you? Sneered Dudley. This is night, Diddykins. That's what we call it when it goes all dark like this. I mean, when you're in bed. And that's when they both stop. And Dudley has a strangely triumphant look. What do you mean I'm not brave in bed? What? Am I supposed to be uh, frightened of pillows or something? I heard you last night, talking in your sleep, moaning. What do you mean... Don't kill Cedric. Don't kill Cedric. Who's Cedric? Your boyfriend? I... You're lying. But Harry knew that he was telling the truth because and, he had the nightmare of the graveyard last night. Yeah, and then he continues, Dad, help me. Dad, he's going to kill me, Dad. Boo-hoo. Shut up. Shut up, Dudley. I'm warning you. Come and help me, Dad. Mom, come and help me. He's killed Cedric. Dad, help me. He's going to... Don't you point that thing at me. Yep. Don't ever talk about that again. Do you understand me? And then... This... Well, again, they they have a back and forth where it's like, you know, don't point that at me. Do you understand me? Don't point that at me. Put it away. I said, do you understand me? And that's when something was wrong. Mm-hmm. Harry noticed that the stars in the sky, the night sky, disappeared. Yes. Where the the warm summer air 
disappeared, replaced by coldness. Mm-hmm. Um, where light started being replaced by darkness. Yes. And Harry told Dud- tells Dudley to shut up and, so that he can hear. And, of course, Dudley punches him in the head. Well, that's before. No, that's he says, after. Dudley, Dudley, shut up. Wham. Yeah. Fist made contact to Harry's head. Harry stood stock still, turning his sightless eyes left and right. The cold was so intense that he was shivering all over. Goosebumps had erupted on his arms, and the hairs on the back of his neck were standing up. He opened his eyes to their fullest extent, staring blankly around, unseeing. It was impossible. They couldn't be here, not a little whinging. He strained his ears. He he would hear them before he saw them. I'll tell Dad, what are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Will you shut up? I'm trying to. But he fell silent. He had heard just the thing he had been dreading. There was something in the alleyway apart from themselves. Something that was drawing long, hoarse, rattling breaths. Harry felt a horrible jolt of dread as he stood trembling in the freezing air. Cut it out. Stop doing it. I'll hit you. I swear I will. Dudley, yeah. shut. Wham. See, I yeah. know what I'm talking about. I read it just this morning. Anyway. I read it yesterday. No, oh, well, no. guess who's fresher? Me. Don't question me. Okay. So, <laughs> he calls Dudley a moron, and mm-hmm. Dudley... Frantically runs away. Yeah. And he's like, Dudley, come back. You're running right at it. But Dudley, of course, isn't going to listen. So Harry tries to warn him one last time before he looks for his wand. Well, and Dudley also can't see it. Mm -hmm. So Dudley lives in a world where you really only have to be afraid of the things you can see. Mm -hmm. And he's usually the bigger one and the more violent one. So he's usually good, Mm -hmm. but he doesn't know that in Harry's world, in the magical world, there's something you really can't hit, and it will hurt you way more than you can hurt it. Mm -hmm. Well, Harry warns him and tells him to keep his mouth shut, whatever whatever he does to keep his mouth shut. And that's when Harry looks for his wand, um, you know, fumbling for it. And this is the, um, the cool thing, I think, is... So obviously the, he sees the Dementor, the towering hooded figure was gliding smoothly toward him, and you know, that's when he starts, um... So, he actually says Lumos mm-hmm. to look for it, just it out, of, out of instinct, out of desperation, mm-hmm. and inches from where he, from his right hand, he sees uh, light just flare up from the tip of his wand. So, this is one of those things that Mm -hmm. we understand wands, they aren't necessarily the magical thing themselves, but they are. Like, they direct magic, they help you, they help you use magic. We've talked about this in in the wand lore stuff that we did, so like, again, if you haven't checked it out, you should. Yes. But there, you don't need a wand, it is really just a medium for magic. I think that wands help facilitate the... um, I think the more complicated ones. And the learning process. And just the amplification of using... uh, of a spell itself. Yes. So, like, let's just imagine that someone points at someone. They can use magic without a wand. They point at them and they're, like, stupefy. Like... Maybe that will jolt someone, but using an actual wand will legit, legitimately stun them. Yeah. 
which makes sense because it's got like magical core and the the wood has everything about it is magical so it it amplifies that spell that's why we see later on in another book we see spells converge and have ridiculous effects to what they're supposed to be we saw it in the previous book where they sent a whole bunch of uh, spells right at the end in the Hogwarts Express on the way back all of them cast different spells Mm. and we see when they come together that it's weird and in Prisoner of Azkaban when all when the trio did a stupefy Expelliarmus that's what it was they knocked knocked him back into the wall and knocked him out well that was the movie I think in the book no, it does they, actually they, they knock still, him out. They still, no, they still knock him out, but it's yeah. not as graphic. It's not as no. powerful looking, but it's still like, you know, geez. Yes. Um, the same thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's, so the fact that it could ignite, Lumos could actually work, mm-hmm. It it's very plausible. Yes. Because again, like, the wand is loyal to Harry, so why wouldn't it heed his command? The wand picked him. Yeah. So he tells it to light up, it lights up. Yeah. Um, so he grabs it, and he does the one thing he knows is going to work on Dementors. Yeah, he turns to it and casts the... Um, Patronus the, Charm. Yes, the Patronus Charm. And he casts it twice, to no effect, really. Yeah. And then as soon as he starts to hear screaming and laughter... He realizes he's not thinking of something happy enough. Mm-hmm, and that if he doesn't pull this off, he's never going to see Ron and Hermione again, and thinks of their faces, and then casts, and out comes a silver stag. An enormous mm-hmm. silver stag. So just Which, thinking about his friends is mm-hmm. happy enough for him to be able to cast a full Patronus. Also, if you can hear my dog barking, she's kind of crazy downstairs right now. Anyway. A, it happens. Yeah. Anywho, uh, the stag... It tackles the Dementor, and like where it's the Dementor that's trying to get Harry. Yeah, and like, like rams it where its heart should be, which I'm just like neat detail. We like. Yes. Um, it glides away weightlessly, and that's when Harry directs it to the Dementor that's attacking Dudley. But this one is is on top of Dudley, basically trying to pry his hands away from his mouth. Lowering its hooded head towards Dudley's face as, as though lumber, about to kiss embrace. him. Yeah, no. I was like, if Harry took another five to ten seconds... Dudley would be gone. This would be a whole other story. Oh, yeah. 100%. Because number one, number one though, that proves that a Dementor was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Little, little spoiler for what's going to happen in a couple of chapters. That's actually next chapter. There's going to be in the letter where he gets expelled and stuff like that. But like this. Yes, it's the next chapter. Yeah. So he gets expelled for using this for, charm for, for using magic in front of the muggle. Mm-hmm. Um. But the thing is, is that if Dudley got the kiss, there's definitive proof that a Dementor was there and he had to do it. Yeah. But now he has to deal with. The guilt the consequences of, of someone of else life. dying now in front yes. of him. Yes. Which is why I think JK didn't allow it to that happen. That would have been a crazy what if because we, should a we should do an episode of that. Holy heck. Yes. I think we should. That's crazy. Yes. Uh, it is okay. crazy. But it's it's one of those, like, 
Thank goodness. Thank goodness didn't happen. Yes. Yeah. And um, that the third time's the charm, apparently, yes. when it comes to the Patronus charm. Loud truck. <sighs> Always on Saturday mornings. Really? Um, so, that that's sort of towards where we're at right now. Yeah. Like, um, and, and the movie does it well. The movie does this part well mm-hmm. because he literally moves his, like, swishes his wand in the air to make the stag go charging towards where Dudley is mm-hmm. to stop the Dementor. I don't like how the movie did um, Patronus in general, though. Well, that's a whole other they thing. They never felt like there was any substance behind them. No. They always kept them very wispy, and I understand because they're 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 like if the Patronus charm is too weak, it's like a silver vapor kind of thing. But like if it's a fully fledged Patronus, a corporeal Patronus, high five, high five. It should <laughs> it should have like actual body. It yeah. should have so it should feel like it's an actual being there. Yeah. So when though the, it's felt bad. Yeah. When the stag gets there. The Dementor's eyeless face was barely an inch from Dudley's when the silver antlers caught it. The thing was thrown up into the air, and like its fellow, it soared away and was absorbed into the darkness. The stag cantered to the end of the alleyway and dissolved into silver mist. And, and then the moon and the stars and the street lamps all come back to life. Yeah. The warm breeze swept through the alleyway, the trees rustled in the neighboring gardens, and the mundane rumble of cars and magnolia crescent filled the air again. So basically... The world came to life again for Harry. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing is, though, like things are bad. Oh yeah. Like he thinks himself, he could not believe what had just happened. Dementors here in Little Wingen. So Dudley is just out. He's incapacitated because of whatever the Dementor made him see or feel. Yeah. And Harry still has his wand out. Mm-hmm. And he hears footsteps, loud running footsteps, mm-hmm. like not even just someone casually walking. No, somebody running towards him. Mm-hmm. So instinctively, he raises his wand and spins around to see what it is. I'm gonna read the last bit. Go ahead. Mrs. Fig, their batty old neighbor, came panting into sight. Her grizzled gray hair was escaping from its hairnet. A clanking. Um, string shopping bag was swinging from her wrist and her feet were halfway out of her tartan uh, carpet slippers Uh, Harry made to stow his wand hurriedly out of sight but don't put it away idiot boy she shrieked what if there are more of them around oh I'm going to kill Mundungus Fletcher we've heard that name before We've heard both of their names before, and you mentioned it to me. It's in. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it in the next episode. Because I have it actually written. We can touch on it then. Okay. She's mentioned before. He's mentioned before. But Harry doesn't put two and two together. Yeah. And there's a multitude of reasons why he wouldn't put it together. And we'll discuss that in the next episode. But like. These are names we've heard. So it should be ringing bells for everyone. Yeah. So that's it. That's it. It's a fairly short... There wasn't much until literally the last, like, five pages of this chapter. Yeah, the Dursleys are the Dursleys, and a they're lo- being a lot mean of to it, Harry. Yeah, yeah, basically. And, and, and Harry's, and Harry's being angry. a broody teenager. Yeah. 
with for, reason for pages. Yes, with reason for yeah. very good reasons, but still, he's a moody teenager. And then all magical hell breaks loose. Yeah. Roundabouts. Chapter summary. Done. <laughs> Nailed it. High five. Good job. <laughs> okay. We're a little silly today, if you couldn't notice. We're a little insane. Well, we're always a little insane, but True. we're a little silly today, specifically. Yes. yes. All right. That was the end of the chapter. Yes. We'll see you next time. We'll see you next time, guys. Bye. Bye. I know, but we're going to keep recording.